I'm going to relax. I'm going to be breezy. I'm going to be cool. I'm not going to be neurotic. Welcome to Christ in the Chaos, where a pastor's kid and a kid's pastor share their messy attempt at raising a Christ-centered family. We may not know what we're doing, but we are right in the thick of it. And this is how we're finding Christ in the Chaos. Welcome to Christ in the Chaos. I am Kathleen here with my husband, Joel. And today we are talking all about this podcast, uh, why we've created it, and what you can expect from basically every episode. So 30 episodes in, we're doing an introduction episode. (laughs) A little late on the uptake, but we got here eventually. Before we even get to our first segment, we are doing something special with this episode. We are soliciting reviews, ratings, and shares. Um, So for every review, rating, and share that we get this week. We will be donating to um, my kids ministry has adopted a compassion child. If you don't know about compassion, uh, look it up. He is a six-year-old boy from Ghana. And basically you send, it's, I think it's 38 bucks a month. It might be a, tight, a little bit more than the first time I ever heard the presentation um, every month. And it basically gives this kid everything he needs to, not everything he needs, but a lot more <laughs> to um, accomplish things in school, to stay healthy, um, to help out his family. And so we are going to donate $5 for every rating, review, and share we get this week. Um, So if you have not rated, reviewed, or shared at all, you could, in theory, get $15 for this kid. I thought Um, we were doing five if you do the whole package. Nope. For each one, um, because some people have done some and went out and not others, people who have rated, reviewed, and shared in the past can get another $5 donated just by sharing it again. Um, so we actually had somebody review and rate this week. Um, and so I'm going to give her credit. She already gets her, her two. Um, but if she wants to share on her Facebook, she can get, um, one more $5 donation for that kiddo. And before we get to our actual first segment, let's introduce ourselves. My name is Kathleen DeMant. If you want to know my whole life story, you can look at episode eight of this podcast, which tells you about literally from childhood to now um, in terms of my journey with Jesus. But basically, I am a kid's pastor married to this knucklehead over here and the uh, mom of two small boys, a three-year-old and a five-year-old. I am a pastor's kid of a pastor's kid. So my grandpa and my dad are both (laughs) pastors. So I broke that. But I grew up, unlike Kathleen, in a mainline denominational Christian church. I have a very long family history of Protestant Christianity and church going on you both sides of my family. In the parsonage of a like, like attached to the church the property. property. Yes, yes, yes. I think that's and an so important little we caveat. Done my life story yet, or my journey with Jesus yet, but that's pretty much it. I grew up in the church in a family that grew up in the church. By day, I am an attorney. And I guess on the weekends, I am the assistant children's pastor. (laughs) I'm probably the assistant to the assistant. That is so true. Um, You're the lackey. There's no, there's a legitimate assistant. Then there's a volunteer assistant. And you are the jack of all trades lackey of kids ministry. But without you, we, we could not stand. So we really appreciate you. So now we're going to actually get to our first segment of the show that we're due every week where we check in with each other. Use this as a reminder to check in with your loved ones, your significant other, your spouse, 
your parent, whoever is in charge of you and whoever you are in charge of keeping track of and really check in, not just, hey, I see you, but how are you doing? How are things? Honest answers. Yes. Honest answers is an important part of this. So Kathleen, how are you doing? I'm fine. I mean, I actually have had a great week. Um, Tomorrow is the first day of kindergarten for our oldest child. So in other words, the end of child, the end of babyhood is, is nigh. And I think I'm fine with that. I think I'm going to be fine tomorrow. Um, I've kind of gone, I've gone through the heartbreak already a little bit of losing the, like me and my two kids home team. Um, and that it's splitting up and that he's going to be in school. And I've, I think I've worked through that. Um, but the one thing that is just kind of sitting in my heart and has been sitting in my heart all week is the fact that we have, we have done everything that we could do up until this point. I feel like we've used our time with him as a little, little kid. Well, I feel like he's as set up as he can be. I feel like we have made tons of memories. We've worked so hard to make this quality time quality. And I just have, he's not going to stop growing up. So I just have peace with what we have done in the last five years. Um, And that's the best thing I could ask for on this day is to have peace with what we've done up until this point. It's just kindergarten, hon. No, it's not just (laughs) kindergarten. It's a total life shift. And speaking of total life shifts, dad of an almost kindergarten child, how are you doing? I'm good. It's hot. I'm hot. Other than that, I'm great. Work is a little stressful. We have a new director in our our office, and it's a little... Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I have a hearing coming up, which always... Anyone who listens to the show regularly knows when I have a hearing coming up, I get a little stressed out, especially when I have to rely on a lot of witnesses who may or may not appear. But I'm good. I mean, I, I go off to work every day, and the kids go to preschool. And so them going to kindergarten is just kind of the same thing for me. So I don't think I'm quite as... Yeah, it's not as big of a life change for you as it is for the me. The season of life isn't really changing for me. And he is growing up and getting bigger. But he's been doing that All along. for five years. <laughs> Touche. So let's get to our topic. Today is all about the mission of Christ in the Chaos. What it's become... And what we want it to be putting out there for people to be consuming and thinking about and just kind of ruminating on as they go and live their day-to-day lives with nice their... SAT word. Christ, I'm not even sure that's right, but I think it feels like a good word for there. So consider this like the episode one we would have put out if we'd known what we, where we were going to be in episode 30. So if we had thought through our podcast before we jumped into our <laughs> podcast. I will say I'm pretty proud of what we've put up until this point. I don't think that if this is like your first time listening that you're like, well, I'll just skip those first 30 episodes because they must have been a waste. No, don't. They were good ones. But they, but you really had to, we really had to sift through what the themes were, what we were actually doing. And we're kind of at that point now where we have some idea and can hopefully share it with you. So from a totally selfish, inward facing um, standpoint, um, we do this podcast every week. And I would say that the number one benefit to us personally is that we are always focused on keeping the Je- Jesus at the center of our life. We are always talking about Jesus, keeping Jesus at the center of our life. And we're always on the same page because we made each other commit to it and a recorded podcast. <laughs> I totally recommend locking yourself in a closet with your spouse for an hour a week with a dedicated topic 
and talking it through. <laughs> talking it through. And the, honestly, this is going to sound like the most uh, vain thing in the entire world. But I listen back to the episodes because sometimes I'm like, what did we say about that? Um, or like, what was it? And I literally be like, oh, yeah. It is nice to have all our discussions recorded. Yeah. And like we said, I think we did say this in the real episode one, that our kids will have something to share with our therapists um, when they're adults. So that's always great. Um, but the question is not just what the benefit is to us, but what are we even trying to do? What is the mission? Um, and when I say mission, I mean what we're trying to do for the listeners, what we hope you will get out of it. Um, and the mission that we came up with was to inspire families to put and keep Jesus at the center of their lives by sharing our messy attempt at doing it ourselves. Just like in the intro. Yes. Um, we are not theologians, um, which I'm sure anybody who is a theologian that listens to this is well aware of by now. We're theologically literate, but not experts in any way. But not educated. Um, and I actually think that that's really important because most people aren't, and they don't even think about making this attempt to put Christ at the center of their life in this really hands-on, um, Bible-based way, because they're like, well, I don't understand the Bible that well, so I'm not even going to try. So we're setting the example of being the kind of doofuses out there that are doing our best to look at scripture and try. Yeah, hopefully this should be a first step, not necessarily a last step. <laughs> yes. We're also not yes. relationship counselors or, you know, child psychologists, but hopefully this we is a good... We read a lot of internet articles, though. Hopefully this is a good place <laughs> for you to jump in, hear what we have to say, and use it as a starting point to get into your own chaos. And one of the reasons, like, we started the podcast without the expertise to actually talk about theology is... Even though we're not theologians and even though we don't have degrees in theology, the reality is that Joel grew up in a family where Christ was at the center. And where we all had a lot of undeserved confidence in our opinions. Yes. But also, I spend a lot of my time preparing for kids ministry. It's your job. Reviewing materials, practicing things with my own kids, testing things out with other people's kids about what's good, what gets through to kids, um, what works for me spiritually, because I feel... Um, an intense responsibility to be spiritually engaged and studying and praying. Um, and I have to try things all the time um, as a person in ministry. So we already have like the significant portion of our lives devoted to this goal, not just because of Jesus, but because it is literally your upbringing and it is literally my job because it was your dad's job and because it is my job. And so it's like, because we already invested all this time and effort and energy into it, it's like, we should be the ones to at least start the conversation a lot of the time. And who are these people we are trying to inspire? This podcast, as we have found, is for literally anyone. We have non-Christians, obviously Christians, but we have single Christians, married Christians, married people who are married to non-Christians. It's just a, a big grab bag of people who hopefully are getting something out of this in a lot of different ways, which is really exciting. Yeah. And it's, um, I mean, the marriage podcasts are for anyone who is married or foresees themselves being married in the future, or even thinks about being married in the future. And the same thing about the parenting ones are for parents or people who may someday be parents mm -hmm. or someday, sometimes it's just for people who want to understand better what married couples are going through or what parents are going through. And in some cases, people who are just like, 
what are you going through? And kind of a like, it's just interesting to know mm-hmm. people in the same way I like to listen yeah. to like those profile type podcasts. I think most of the episodes so far and hopefully going into the future really can apply to almost any relationship and they can hopefully help you with anyone who you need to deal with a lot, who you have a close, intimate relationship with. And someday when you have kids, if you don't have them already, hopefully those episodes will help with that. Yeah, And and the other thing too is to our non-Christians, um, we believe that the Bible is wisdom, that it is good information, that it is based in the truth and getting that information, even if you're not somebody who accepts Jesus as Lord in your life, is still good information from, from my perspective. We talked about our mission, which is what we want to provide, our audience, which is who we want to reach. The next thing is the vision, um, and that is the vision in our mind of how our listeners will respond. What we hope is that you'll consider the week's topics in making the changes to your life that reflect Jesus's lordship over your life and your family's life. Don't take our advice and apply it. <laughs> sometimes take I mean, our sometimes take it. our advice and apply it, but I mean, these are more thought provokers. And then we throw out scripture that we think applies, but that is a very big book. And Jesus said a lot of things and the word of God reveals God in so many ways um, that there is so much more to every decision than what we say in this podcast. But that doesn't mean that it's not a great idea to think about these individual topics and think about how you can put Christ in the center of each and every one of these areas of your life. I'm willing to say, just go ahead and take my advice. Yeah, no, that's not a great idea in general. You might not think about putting Christ at the center of how your kids participate in sports or Christ in the center of where you go on vacation or how you vacation um, or who you invite into your home. But this is just that opportunity to kind of rewire your brain to think about that each action that we do, every every time we spend time, money and energy, we're investing in something. And if Jesus isn't at the center of it, we're not doing it right. Yeah, we want to take that that wisdom and that faith and that love and that Jesus and put it into everything so that we can make our lives better and our kids' lives better. And we've had a number of really good conversations about places where we wouldn't have otherwise injected those ideas. And when we did, how it just made things better. The next thing we're going to talk about are the values that we have. We've talked about the mission, the audience, and the vision. The values are not something that we came into Christ in the chaos with, but something that have shaken out over the past 30 episodes. Um, If you listen through the whole catalog, you will hear these things um, come up over and over and over again. So the first value that keeps coming up over and over again is the value of love. I would say it a little differently. I would say people. It's a clear theme throughout his ministry over and over again that Christ chose people over rules, over etiquette, over tradition, over custom, over the proper way of doing things. He knelt down with the sinner at the well. He shook hands with tax collectors. He loved those who weren't supposed to be loved over and over again. And it was always choosing the person, taking care of the person, loving the person, loving God's child over following rules that were meant to help us love each other. The only reason that I would push back and hold on to the value of love is that God did not say, 
love your neighbor as yourself and then love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your mind and all your soul. He said, love God first. Fair point. I think we do a disservice to only focus on treating people well, which I think is obviously the second most important thing. Um, and the first most important thing is loving God. The second value that we came up with is very consistent with that last point. Um, and that is that we seek God through scripture, through prayer, through the Holy Spirit, through the way we live our lives and work together as people. Um, in every episode, you'll see that whatever we're doing, however we're spending that time, effort, and energy is always going through the filter of what does God want me to do? Mm-hmm. And I think that that is one of the most fundamental ways that we can love God is that we seek him, um, that we ask, God, what would you have me do? Yeah. And that we continuously do that. Always reevaluate because what worked yesterday might not work today. And so not holding on to those traditions and etiquette and customs over why we do them. Not letting the thing become the reason we do the thing, but remembering why we did it in the first place and making sure that it is still fulfilling that need. And the thing about continuously seeking God is that it is not a one-time thing. It is a process that carries us through our whole lives. Um, I think Christians like to seek God, get an answer, and then lazily apply that answer to their whole life um, when the reality is that we should always be seeking God. And um, unfortunately, it's not a one-time deal. Or fortunately, depending on how you look at it, I guess. Or one subject deal. Yes. It's not just about your relationship with your spouse or your relationship with God or giving to the poor or whatever. It's about making sure that those core ideas and that core thought process applies to everything you do in your work, in your school, in vacation, in what you eat, in how you deal with crises. Crises in how you deal with adversities criticism. and criticisms <laughs> or even funny things, how you joke and how you have fun and what you do with your free time and spare money. The third value after love and seeking God is humility. Um, we've already gone over the fact that we're pretty super humble. <laughs> no, we're just dumb. We're not. We do not nail humility generally, but we do kind of know our lane. Um, and hopefully what we're doing here does more to inspire you um, to seek God in your own way than the things that we say that are not the most theologically sound lead you astray. I don't think that they will. Or even when we are theologically sound, you have the book, read the book, come up with your own ideas. About the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, well, we often come up with lists, ideas, resources, um, but even when we're trying to like solve the problems of our lives ourselves with these listed ideas and resources, you'll often hear us in the episodes kind of stop each other and be like, but do what God says. Like the system can only get you so far when we're trying to seek God and put Jesus at the center of our lives. No system can really do it fully. The Holy Spirit does it. Listen for the small, still voice and do what it says. <laughs> if there is one thing that I would like people to take away from this podcast. Um, it's within the value of humility. And it's the fact that you do not do this under your own power, that you can think and process and work through and create a million lists and a million outlines. But we do not do anything for God under our own power, that the Holy Spirit does all of the work, that the Holy Spirit is the one behind everything. 
And um, all you have to do for that power is to ask for it. If there's two things we want you to take away from this podcast, it's that you can't do this under your own power. (laughs) You need help. And sometimes that help comes in the form of forcing yourself to do things. Living on purpose is how Kathleen likes to say it. I like to say, don't trust yourself and build systems. So living on purpose was the fourth value. Um, We just talked about humility, but just because the spirit is the one doing the work doesn't mean that we can't give the spirit a foothold in our life through things like the systems and the lists and the outlines. Um, As when we intentionally pursue God, the spirit has the ability to come in and do more through us. Using the podcast as an example, if we had sat down, oh man, almost half a year ago now, maybe more, and said, let's set aside an hour a night to talk about serious issues, we would have lasted a week, maybe two. Oh, for sure. Yes. If that, we may never have done it. No. But we built a system where we forced ourselves. Put pressure on ourselves to pull it out every single, yes. Where other people were relying on us, people outside of ourselves. That, I find, is the only successful way to do anything, is to build it into your life so that it's not just something you want to do or even just a habit, but it's something that you are forced to do through a system. And thinking about what those things are, living on purpose, thinking about what do I want to be when I'm 80? Who do I want to be? What kind of person? And then start living backwards from there. What kind of person do I want my child to be? And then work backwards from there and start raising them towards that. How am I going to study the Bible? When and how am I going to pray? What is our family sports culture going to be? How do I model good behavior for our kids? How do I plan out my family goals? In each one of these episodes, we discuss fail-safes and systems that we set up for ourselves. Um, We're picking Jesus over and over and over again because we've written it down. We've created a barrier. Mm -hmm. We've made a decision together. And the Holy Spirit can do so much more with our lives when we choose to put Jesus first over and over and over again. And to put him first prospectively. Don't think about, well, I want to do X, but instead I will put Jesus first. Before you get to the point of decision, make a plan for how you're going to put Jesus first. Because if your plan is to study or watch Netflix and you're sitting on the couch with the remote in your hand, and you're going to make that decision then, you're probably going to make the wrong decision. So plan those fail-safes in. The last thing we wanted to talk today besides our audience, vision, mission, and values is the measurables. What will it look like when we are successful? Our audience will seek God with humility. Those kind of, that like almost encompasses all of the values in one thing. We will have an audience who's excited about the show and shares it. Yes. You guys will try new ideas, even our dumb ones, um, or maybe some that you come up with on your own and share them with others. And us so that we yes. know when our ideas are done. We need your ideas too. Um, that would be fantastic. That you set up systems to keep you on track, to keep constant reminders that Jesus is Lord, that he is in charge and not you. Um, and speaking of that, consistently and repeatedly asking for more of the work of the Holy Spirit in your life and in your spouse's life and in your family's life and in your pastor's life and in your church life and in this world. Ask the Holy Spirit to come in and take over. So one thing that I also wanted to bring up was the fact that we are not great at promoting ourselves, um, which 
it's just that growth has never been something I wanted to come about in this podcast in an inorganic way. Um, I mean, I'm willing to donate $5 to a compassion kid, but I cannot see myself building a social media brand, um, doing my hair in a certain way and wearing those big infinity scarves and being like the super Christian woman um, that some people are so good at selling on social media. Hashtag blessed, hashtag whatever. If our audience stays 50 or 60 people forever and we inspire those 50 to 60 people each week um, to one of those measurables or to seek God with humility more often, that's a huge win. Yeah, That means families everywhere are growing and thinking about this. And, and, and I just can't, I can't do the Instagram thing. We have an Instagram, but I don't do it well. Our ultimate goal is to just leverage our life experiences. My life growing up in the church, Kathleen's life coming into the church and having that on fire, new faith feeling and expanding on that and trying to understand that faith and trying to understand our life through that faith and hopefully helping other people do the same. And if that inspires you to share the podcast... Joel really wants to be famous and get t-shirts. So you could just like give him a little I don't human... even need to be famous. We just have need to have enough listeners so we can justify t-shirts. And that brings us to my favorite part of the podcast. So that came up. So last week, um, our church has a midweek service that we went to and um, I dropped off the kids in childcare. I almost never drop off the kids in church childcare because I'm usually working on Sundays. Um, and our three-year-old is, I mean, clearly verbal, um, but he's not a particularly communicative kid. Um, he says sentences, but they're not super clear. So the other day when I was dropping him off at childcare, he looked up at me and clear Isabel said, mommy, go away. I don't want you here. And I thought, oh, there it is. And the other mom standing next to me said, oh, I've never heard him say anything so clearly before. And I thought, me neither. Um, So that was fun. Great for my ego. Um, I kind of understood what he meant. Like I dropped him off at childcare and he wanted to play, but he like didn't feel free to like be his wild self with me standing over him. But at the same time, it's like, ooh, that stung, buddy. Thanks. It makes you feel better. I can't count the number of times they've looked me in the eyes and said, I don't want you. I want mommy. That does make me feel better. All right, then. Why don't you pray us out? Lord, help us to inspire families to seek you, to come to you with humility, to think about things they've never thought about before, to grow closer to you and to grow closer to each other, to put you at the center of their lives, to put you in charge of every area of their lives and help us to remember to do all of those things. Fill Joel and I with the Holy Spirit and words that reach people and words that change people and um, Help us to do this kind of big job that you've given us in a way that glorifies you, that points to you, and that makes you the center and gives you the glory. And in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks for listening. Please take a second to rate and subscribe to this podcast. It helps others to find us and to be hashtag blessed by the discussions that we have here. If you want to contact us, you can reach us on Instagram at Christ in the Chaos, or you can email us at Christ in the Chaos Pod at email.com. 
Until next week, we hope you have a peaceful week. But even if you don't, remember that you can find us and Jesus waiting for you in the chaos. 